Welcome to the Ask Philip podcast. Today, Philip talks about what is a 401a and how is it different from a 401k. You don't have to wait until retirement to live your dream lifestyle. And how to leverage returns without using leverage. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now, here's Philip. Weekly, I'm recording advanced planning ideas with my advanced planning idea episode sponsors, John Thurman, CEO of Access Financial, and Allison Rife Martin, CEO of Rife Martin CPAs. We're going to talk about uh, advanced financial planning ideas that we see our financially successful clients use to grow and protect your wealth. Tune in weekly. On the episode, you'll see it'll be titled Advanced Planning, so you know which episodes are the advanced planning episodes. Uh, if you have any specific thoughts, questions, or ideas you, you want brought up on the advanced planning ideas episodes, feel free to tweet me at ask underscore Philip uh, or reach out to any of my guests. They'll put their information in each episode for more questions and more thoughts and things that you want to share on, on the episodes. Enjoy your day. Alrighty, it is August 12th, 2021. Let's get into the episode. I'm covering a few topics today, but the first one, I just want to clarify on yesterday's episode, I had a listener message me for clarification. They felt like um, they wanted a little bit more information on since the bill passed, what does that actually mean for uh, miners and other people in the crypto industry? So let me let me clarify. The bill's going to the house, so the house is basically going to pass it in the fall because it's democratically democratic controlled, and it's going to be a big legacy on on Biden's term. And so it's, it's going to pass, and, but there's unclarity around how they're going to use the power uh, around the language in regulating uh, crypto because it's open ended. So there's language in there that is vague which as anybody who understands law the the more vague the the more uh, flexibility those in power have to uh, enforce certain laws but the vagueness is it was the problem so whether they're going to use this uh this language to try to impose um, those um, reporting requirements I talked about yesterday for for miners and people that actually were not brokers. Um, that's what we we don't know. Um, so, but the language is going to if it passes, the language is is in there. The and so moving forward, it's you know it's open ended and unknown how they're going to use the power and if the crypto industry's lobbyists can find ways to neutralize that power in the future. And that's where I was saying if they if, if if, if the consensus is they can't and they try and use it, then everything will just go offshore. So I just want to clarify that part uh, for for my listener who who asked about it. I, I had a first topic I'm going to cover was just a question that I had that somebody wanted me to cover on the podcast. And it's thoughts on a 401A, which is basically a money purchase retirement plan. It's not 
used much by organizations outside. The, well, really, let me backtrack. It's mostly used by government agencies and nonprofits. You don't see it in the private sector. Um, in and it's similar to a four hundred one k, but it has a few uh, differences. Right, the big one being the employer has more control over over the investments. Um, so you don't get to choose your investment lineup, mostly bonds and conservative investments. You can do after-tax money and pre-tax money like a 401k. Uh, the employer caps how much money can go into it, but it can't exceed 25% of the employee's pay. And the employer and the employee can contribute. Uh, contributions are voluntary. Yeah, contributions are, well, depending on how the plan is written, right? And they're, they, they're the same withdrawal limits. Uh, as in the 401k, meaning you can't access your money before 59 and a half. And just like a 401k, when you leave an employer, um, you can roll it over into an IRA or a, another 401k plan. So, those, so those are the main differences. And if I had to just summarize the, the biggest differences, uh, or that's what a 401 is, but if I had to summarize the biggest differences, is it's going to be um, the control over the investments by the employer and the control over the employer on. Uh, the amount of contributions that can that can go into it. Those are the the really big differences uh, in a four hundred one a plan, uh, and the fact that they're mostly used by government agencies and and nonprofits. So, hope this information helps. Next topic. I want to. I wrote an email to my email list yesterday, and I, and I do write peri- periodic emails, probably weekly to my email list, just different thoughts and opinions. Uh, if you're not on my email list and you want to subscribe, go to my website, stonehillwealthmanagement.com and either download the Bitcoin white paper or download um, uh, my book, my free ebook. I mean, it's actually my book that sells on Amazon, but it's a digital version of it free on my website. You download those, you go on the on, on the um, on my list. And But what I wrote to them yesterday was the fact that uh, it was a short post that, t- that said you don't have to wait until retirement to live your dream lifestyle and to to summarize it i go through actually i'm just going to read it that's probably easier so somewhere down the road the big goal of financial planning became retirement planning we were also this idea that we should defer gratification in order to live our dream lifestyle at 65 or more like 70 for today's retirees we were made to feel bad when we couldn't muster the motivation to want to create a financial plan around a goal so far away for most and not at all exciting if we're honest about it. The average American's life expectancy is 78. So traditional advice says, traditional advice says we should spend roughly 48 years, which is from 22 to age 70, working hard and deferring gratification so that we can live eight years of quote unquote blissful enjoyment. Yeah, when you read this out loud, you realize how crazy the idea of focusing your financial plan around retirement sounds. Don't misunderstand me. I'm complicit in selling this idea. I mean, I, I did just write a book called Retirement Investing 101, uh, or not just, I wrote it years ago. Still selling on Amazon. Uh, in my defense, however, the book is really about investing in general and how to build a portfolio for your goals. I just use the retirement title because the marketplace is still sold on that idea as the focal point of a plan marketing. My family's personal plan isn't built around retirement. Neither are many of my clients' plans. 
Now, I don't want to knock anyone's goal. If it's exciting to you, then go for it. I'm just sharing an alternative point of view to the majority of folks who don't get excited about the idea of retirement because it's so far away. My definition of a financial plan is a step-by-step roadmap to help to help you get from where you are financially to where you want to be financially. It's a living document that adjusts as your life goals and priorities adjust. Here are a few steps. Here are the steps I take to build plans for folks who want to build the plan where my plan is built. Determine how much monthly income you need to live your dream lifestyle. Uh, and instead of explaining in detail how to do that, I, I refer to a blog post I read uh, a while back. I, it was a blog post that was included in the four-hour work week that I read um, about lifestyle costing. So just Google Tim Ferriss lifestyle costing. It'll pull up. I put a link in the in the email that I sent. Uh, next step is find a career, could be an employer or your own business you enjoy that allows you to earn the monthly income you need to live your dream lifestyle and also gives you the flexibility to actually live that lifestyle. Um, no use in having income, but not being able to do what you want. You can actually have both. Save and invest a portion of your income, minimum 10%, to create more security and peace of mind the older you get. Create a plan to protect your income and assets for you and your loved ones in the event of a death or disability, which is insurance and estate planning. Super simple, but it's not easy. It's something you build, refine, and adjust over time. I spent a lot of time reviewing and brainstorming on ways to improve my plan. It's exciting and fun because my plan has allowed me to live more and more of my dream life every year. The same is true for my clients. I speak to quarterly who've chosen to build their financial plan around their dream lifestyle. We're not waiting until 70 to enjoy the fruits of our labor, and you shouldn't either. So again, and we keep talking about it every week, um, but that's a uh, short, short blog post essay that I wrote to my email list. All right, last topic we're going to cover is leverage, right? How to, how to get leverage without without needing to borrow money. And this is the way that I actually like to invest personally because I don't love using leverage because leverage can like allow you to go broke and leverage to get it right. It relies on time, whether you use options or borrow money. Like with leverage, time is your enemy and time is the hardest thing to handicap in investing because, I mean, we can't, we can't control time. Like time is, you know, r- really hard to control. And so the alternative, the, but, but the way to get significant gains, uh, which are, which are similar to leveraged returns is to invest in innovation. And innovation is investing in the future. So the, the best way to say it is you have, you have time periods where we go from the horse and buggy to the car. Time periods where we go from using kerosene to light our homes to electricity. We go, we we don't have planes and trains, and then we do, right? Uh, we didn't have e-commerce, went to e-commerce. Um, media was centralized, social media decentralized it. You know, we used to use encyclopedia to gain knowledge. And then Google and search browsers came along. So innovation is investing in those huge paradigm shifts that are changing the world. And 
you get you get leverage from the fact that human beings are terrible at change. We don't love change. We hate change. And and what ends up happening is the majority of people that have the money and the power are older, right? Just, you know, I have, I have a lot of friends now who are talking about, oh, kids these days, you know, they didn't grow up the way we grew up, you know, or they knock these, the, the new musicians, the new, and, and genre I like, and they, they knock the new uh, hip hop artist or the new R&B artist. And it's just because we're old, right? Stuff changed. Our, our parents and the grandparents knocked our music. So as you get old, you start to res- you start to resist change, and that's where the leverage comes from investing, right? Um, you know, the leverage comes from people with the money don't like change, but change is inevitable, right? It's a circle of life, and so that's where a lot of the upside is. And let me give you like an example. So if I if I go to the one of the best funds in the marketplace for innovation. That you can look at the that you can track the returns, right? So she was, she's a pot, she's her Kathy Woods fund is similar to like a, a a venture capital fund that invests in startups, but it does it in the public markets, which which you and I can do, which anybody can do, because you may not you may not be able to access startups, um, but you can invest in innovation in the public markets. And so her flagship fund, which is the Arc Innovation Fund, A R K K. Her fund, her five-year performance for that fund, I'm looking on the website right now, as of 6-30-2021, was 48% a year, 48.36% a year annualized. Since inception, it's been 34.27% a year. Um, the the three-year return is 45%, one-year return, 86% for, for the year. Those are phenomenal returns right those returns are just amazing and if you go listen to her speak look at her research like she was bullish on bitcoin right i think i think it's early as like 2013-14 um she was early on tesla you know she's getting a lot of the big picture calls right and she is like what i'm trying to say she has her ear to the street on on what's going on. And she's literally changing the way money management is being done. Like it's forcing a lot of money managers to embrace the new world. She would be the equivalent of an investment manager back in the day of, you know, when we switched from, you know, when we switched to automobiles from, like I, you know, like I said, from automobile, from hosts and buggies to automobiles when we had planes, trains, automobiles, or planes and radio stations and TV, like she was, the investor, whatever investor that was, that would invest in all that new stuff. When the other professional managers were like, "Oh man, these are these are dumb. These are blah blah blah. These are not here to stay." Like she was, uh, she's like the visionaries that were investing in that stuff early. And so, um, you know, those kinds of returns, forty eight percent a year over five years, are. Re- I mean, private equity folks, real estate folks who use lots of leverage, envy uh, those returns. Um, and she's getting them unleveraged because she's investing in innovation. And so if if you're listening to a podcast, then you probably are relatively above average when it comes to um, understanding innovation, you know, because it's a lot of folks that don't even know how to listen to a podcast. So think about that as you're building and creating your portfolios. Think about um, investing in, in innovation to create leverage, to, to get leverage that comes from um, you know, being right when the most of the world is wrong. Hope this helps you. 
Until tomorrow, y'all enjoy your day. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.